today we're going to talk about money actions. Mm, things that we can actually do. Yeah. So today, you know, Rebecca is going to share with us some of the things that she did in her own financial life that she felt like she has gained some literacy. She's offering them as possible suggestions for mm. you to think about. You know, these are the possible things that you might want to try mm-hmm. out in your life and see if it but, works. But, um, and it's all very common sense, straightforward. So today, uh, I'm just a host. Uh, so I'm putting <laughs> Rebecca on the hot Stop seat. It. Yeah. Hello, Wanchou. Welcome back, man. <laughs> I am. I tell you, no, no, I've been back, lah. Huh? I've been back. You've been back, but yeah. you've been so busy. Yes. How I are been, you? I've been really good, man. While wow, big things are happening in my You're life, very, very relaxed today. I am so relaxed because we're well, <laughs> notes for once. I don't <laughs> have to prepare for a class. Yes, today Okay, there's no Lin Xianku today. No master classes today because. Whoa! What happened? What happened? Because Why? today you are going to give the oh, master class. Yes, you don't know? You didn't receive the memo? No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, let's not think of it as a master class. Stress <laughs> ready. Stress yeah. ready, someone. How do I reach your level? Yeah, <laughs> not So don't give people these expectations. Right or not? No, you can share what you can do it. Yeah, but it's so nice to be here in your studio. Yes, thank you <laughs> so much. Sounds like hey, Hoa, right? Thanks for taking one hour to shoot my place. Yes, I'm very happy to. Yeah, your very nice place because you're selling it. I'm selling my place. Oh my yeah. God, so... Actually, you selling your house mm. is quite suitable for today's topic. Yes, yes. Right? And actually, in the first, the very first episode when we talked about money, mm. I was talking about how, you know, we can design our life to free up more money and you know this whole idea about not leaving behind a legacy remember we were talking yes. about that and do you want to leave behind assets for your future generations mm. and also I mentioned um, the idea of why is it that we think that as we grow older as we make more money do we have to buy bigger and better things mm. can it be the other way around and then you were talking about how we need to have the ability to have our money, right? Yes, just to have it and not, not buy, buy stuff it. with it. Yes, mm. yeah. So actually this house thing is so interesting because it has become real. Over the last few weeks, mm. uh, we have decided to really just sell the place. House, we're going to yeah? list it this Friday. Uh-huh. And then we are going to, okay, in inverted commas, downgrade. But I don't think it's a downgrade at all. I think it's going to be an upgrade in terms of my financial capacity to have. Right. And also mental and spiritual space. Conventionally, it's a downgrade. Because yes. from condo to maybe possible, uh, most likely a HDB, right? Mm. O- mm. Only in terms of the category, like we look at that. Yeah, the conventional category. La. Yeah. But actually upgrade because you might have more space. Correct. And the place the might be even nicer. Yeah. You know? And now you can because after 12 years of staying here you know mm. what works in your house yes, what doesn't yes. correct so your new house can be like super optimized yes I'm huh? really really looking forward to the design it's, and the space planning it's very fun it's very very fun. very fun you know I always wanted to be an interior designer mm. really I like but yeah. then I thought uh, it's quite troublesome mm. and then you have to deal with clients and all that oh. but in another life I would love it all. I would love to do so you can design, design your own space of your own home uh. Uh, you yeah. <laughs> also ma. big things happening in your part of the world yeah so big right like this is such an adult thing to do buying yeah. your own house yeah so you bought your own house today <laughs> today okay <laughs> Rebecca's toe bought her own house oh my god yes yeah, I don't know. It's so just, exciting. It's, I'm so thrilled for you. It's just so crazy. Mm. And then I I remember I went to bed two nights ago and mm. I was thinking, oh my God, like really adulting, you know, yes. doing this crazy thing. Yes, it's a huge investment and commitment. Yeah, but mm. I just think of it as sort of yeah, lot investing investment. in my future. Long, Correct. And I just forget about the cash that. Mm-hmm. is coming out of mm-hmm. my pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's fine. Uh. I think mm. it, it's quite... It's quite a good decision to make. I mean, it's quite a sound decision to make. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Because mm. you are investing in an asset. Homes are assets. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Especially in Singapore, there'll be capital appreciation. Yeah. Lo. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's more to go on about this. Uh, huh? We mm-hmm. can do it in another episode. Yeah. So what is um, what is today's topic about? Today's topic. So we talked about mindset. Money beliefs, money stories. Yes, all money mindset. And then, uh, what else did we talk about? We talked about so many things. We talked talk about money stories first. Stories first. Yes. And then mindset. Then second. money beliefs. So today we're going to talk about money actions. Mm, things that we can actually do. Yeah, not we. Uh, it's Rebecca's toe. <laughs> 
stop saying that. So today, uh, I'm just a host. Uh, so I'm putting Rebecca on the hot stop seat. Yeah. Hey, when we first started doing our podcast, we never prepared. Right? Yeah. And it was always this uh, free, free, to and fro. Yes, free banter. Free banter conversation. He was very well to wear clothes. Oh, very hot. Yes, he's wearing that kind of hot clothes. If only you could see what I'm looking at now. <laughs> so I'm sexy. I think I'm very contorted. No, no, no. The hands stuck. No, I like Tu Te Wei because he looked like Chet Lam. Then a lot of people will send me hate mail. Today he will post Chet Lam the girl. No, I won't torture you. So today is about money action. Yes, yes. Right. And you have um, you know, you know, uh, you know notes. why I have notes or not? Why? It's because right. I was trying to do this thing with my life, right? Try mm. to be more financial, financially literate. Yes. And then so went on the whole journey, so-called journey. Mm. So I after like a year, I cleaned up my finances mm. and I wrote a blog about it. Mm. A blog entry about mm. it. So this is from my blog. <laughs> oh, okay. So just give the URL and then we can we can wrap up this episode already. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like in school, sometimes mm-hmm. your teacher comes in and mm-hmm. do the presentation mm-hmm. and then like read from the note. <laughs> then you're like, hey, what is the teacher for? Oh, that's kind of slides, Today right? will be one of those days. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't don't give me all the URL. Yeah, no, nah. no, you see, it's important. That's why I wrote it down, mm-hmm. right? And wrote it as a blog post so that more people can read. Mm. So wait, can I ask you a question? What? This blog post, right? Mm. Did you write while you are like still figuring things out or... Was they, were they already crystallized as lessons that you learned? It was a bit more of like when I was starting to see all the results. Ah. That's why I dare to write, ma. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. If not, I also don't know what okay. exactly I should do. What. Okay, so today, you know, Rebecca is going to share with us some of the things that she did in her own financial life <gasps> to, that she felt like she has gained some literacy and she's going bit. to share. So as she's offering them as possible suggestions for mm. you to think about, you know, these are the possible things that you might want to try mm-hmm. out in your life and see if it but, works. But I'm telling you guys, like, these are the standard things. Like, mm-hmm. if you read every personal finance book, mm. you know, or you read personal finance blogs, mm. um, these are the things that they will tell you to do also. Mm. And it's all very common sense, straightforward. It's mm. just whether you actually do it. So you learn from doing. all these various sources. La. You tried them on and it worked. La. Yeah, lor. Mm. Yeah. Okay, tried and tested. Correct. Because at my point of, my lowest point of desperation, mm. right? yeah, I went to research and all that. Mm. And then when you're at that lowest point, right, you, you just want to, to do. Mm. You know, because you know that you cannot move forward if you mm. don't start to do these things. You can read forever mm. and learn forever. But Correct. if you don't do, then forever you'll be stuck. La. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so I think we talked about mindset and all mm. that. Did we talk about advertising? Because of advertising. And then we touched on how it always encourages us to splurt and spend mm. you know, on impulse. Yeah, right? so I wanted to start off with that because mm. actually what is the biggest reason mm. that so many of us are not doing well financially is mm. because we are just spending, spending too much. Mm. More than we earn sometimes. Yeah, we are consumers. Mm. And then as a consumer, all you do is spend money, ma. Mm. Yeah, so we need to start to think of ourselves not as consumers, mm. right? Mm. In my research, mm. one of the things that I learned, right, is that the only way to become rich, right, really is to spend much less than you earn. Yes, let it sink in your bones. Is there any other way? <laughs> if you can think of any other way, right, let us know. Yes. How to be rich. There's no other way. People will say strike lottery law. Uh, That's why a lot of people wait for that also. Yeah. Right. So you see law, you go and see when you can strike lottery. Mm, what yeah. if you never strike lottery? <laughs> right? yeah, law? Yeah. How many people can strike lottery? Mm. And even somebody like Warren Buffett mm. or even somebody on the streets, right? Mm. Um, the only way like these two people can become rich is to spend less than they earn. Correct. There's no other way. Correct. Yeah, so having a high income is totally irrelevant. Correct, because you can still spend more than you make. Correct. Mm. So it's not how much we have, actually. It's how little we want. Mm. Yeah, so this line has always stuck in my head. Mm. It's not how much you have. It's how little you want. Mm. I actually learned this from this book, from this very interesting book. It's called The Millionaire Next Door. Mm. Have you heard about it? Yes. You have? Yes. Have you read it? Might have, you I have, might uh, have, yes. Quite interesting, right? So we always have this concept that ah, rich people are all like somewhere out there in the 1%. Mm. But actually there are a lot of rich people who live right next to you. Mm. And these are the people who are frugal. Mm. I mean, Warren Buffett, for example, mm. he is like one of the richest guys on earth, right? 
He lives in like a small house. He drives like a small car. Yeah. So I think there are a lot of people who are very rich who are rich because they are frugal. Yes. Not because they earn a lot of money. Mm. Okay. And then there are a lot of people who earn a lot of money, make a lot of money, but they are in debt mm. because they have a spending problem. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we did touch on that a yes. bit. Yeah. This was really the thing that hit me. Mm. Yeah. Which is, I mean, because at first when you think about money, it's like when you look at your bank account and it's very low and you think, I need to earn more money. Mm. Then I realized that that wasn't my problem. Yes. My problem was that I was spending more than I was earning. Yes. Because it's a behavioral, it's a pattern thing, right? That's driving this spending more than you earn, right? Mm. So even when you elevate and increase the amount you earn, you will increase your lifestyle expenditure yes. accordingly. So, so it will always not, be more. And you're not even conscious of Correct. It. Yeah. It's so interesting, right? Like this thing that you're just sharing, which is, okay, to accumulate wealth, you have to make sure you spend less than you earn. Mm. It's such a simple, it's like no-brainer concept, thing in the world. right? And you will laugh at it, right? What, what kind of stupid advice yeah. is this, Rebecca? But look at the people who are doing otherwise. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so if you think this formula is stupid, mm. then if you're doing the opposite thing, what does that make you? Yeah. Stupid, <laughs> right? Stupid, duh. yeah, duh, duh, right? Yes, it's so simple, but um, a lot of us get into financial shit, lah. Mm. And then what happens? So then there are things that we have to start doing. Mm. Yeah, and I tell you, you're gonna laugh at some of the things, right? But it's really it has to be done if we want to get on top of our finances. Mm. Okay, so when I first started this so-called journey, right, I realized something. I didn't even know mm. how much I was spending. Mm how much I was earning. It was just in a mess. Mm. So uh, one of the, in fact, the first thing, the first thing, if you want to get on top of your finances, today you want to change course, right? Mm. You have to track your expenditure. Yes. Yeah, this is the number one yes. thing. But it, it scares the shit out of a lot of people because they know they might not have, because they have gone, okay, you know what? Um, I taught a money a class before, right? And I also taught them that the first thing that you need to do is to get, get a, a grip. grip on your numbers, right? Mm. How much money you have in the bank, how much mm, you're actually mm. spending, right? And it will scare the shit out of you and your brain will say everything to, to deter you from doing that because it's scared yeah. to look at the number because you have survived this long by not looking at the number, <laughs> kind of have a hazy feeling. A very vague idea. Yeah. And then I call it bank balance accounting. So like when you go to the ATM, right? When you draw $20 out of $50 out and you look at the number, oh, it seems quite good. And then you go on a shopping spree because you feel like you have enough money, right? Uh. Then you buy things, you're a little bit more generous, even with a cup of coffee that you, you know, otherwise will not spend. You just go into Starbucks and you buy a cup of coffee and then you rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, right? Mm. Two weeks down the road, you look at your bank balance, you go and take $20 out and you go like, shit, it is almost zero. Then you you freak out, right? And then you're right? Uh, uh, and then you go and you tighten your belt and then you start not to buy anything and then yeah. you starve yourself for two weeks. Yeah. And then when you get paid, you feel that relief, you go, oh, I got money again. I'm so rich. And then because you've yelled for two weeks, right? And now you go out and you spend again. So it's this cycle <laughs> thing, right? It's very scary. It's very scary. Yeah, correct. Yeah. That's what we do. Correct, correct. Yeah. So that's why I call it bank balance accounting. That means you never really sit down and look at your expenditure. Oh, it's so based it's on, a the country. It's when you your... And based on how much you think your account looks, you know, if it's healthy, I will spend ah. more. If it's not healthy, I will stop ah. spending. Mm. So if you want to get on top of mm. it all, mm. you need to know every cent. Correct. Every bloody cent. <laughs> Really. Yes. Because, okay, the thing is, if you really, if you don't know what you're spending, mm. you really don't know what to cut out. Correct. Because eventually, it's you have to really like cut out all the things that you shouldn't be spending on and increase your income as much as possible. Mm. Right? To, to get back the difference, right? Mm. So, that's the number one thing. Lo. And mm. there are things that can help you. Things like Welly. Have you used Welly before? Yes, I have. It's this green color app, right? Yeah, it's like an amazing app, right? Mm, it tracks so, your expenses. Yeah. Mm. So, what happens is that you got to be Hardworking, la. Yes. I mean, things don't come for free, right? Correct. So you have to start to religiously really track every item. Correct. Like when you go to the Kopitiam. <laughs> you know when I first started to do it, yes. right? I, I went to Kopitiam. Then Kopi, yeah. Kopi O, Kosong, right? Yep. Then I realised, oh my God, actually Kopi O, Kosong now is not even 70, 80 cents. It's $1.10. We don't even realise, We realise. Right? And then you go like one ten, And you actually yes. write it down or you key into the app and you go like one ten. One fun, ah, Then you order, right? Like, uh, two meats, one batch, right? Then you go like, bloody 450. hell, 470. <laughs> and you put 470 plus 110, right? Then you realize, oh, actually, a meal in a hawker center or kopitiam costs, costs $5.80 to $6. 
Then you know, oh, this is how much I eat per meal. Yes. Then sometimes you go out and you go to some Starbucks, right? Or you mm. go into some a more fancy restaurant and you splurge a meal, $30, and then you go, holy crap, I could have spent $5.80 if I ate at the Kopitiam. But yes. now for a mediocre meal, I spent $30. Exactly. So that's where the awareness starts. Yep. If yes. you don't track, you would never mm. ever know. There's no basis of comparison, ma. Yeah. Mm. So you can use a notebook. Correct. You can use an app. Mm. So, you, you want so your idea know. is to track all your expenses on a day-to-day basis, right? Yes. For how long did you do that? Minimum one month. Mm. I did that for about one month. Oh, you also? Yeah. But you know, for me, right, mm. I had so many false starts. Because mm. it's so easy, ma. At first, you're like, I want to do it. Mm. So you download the app mm. and then you do it for like three days and you forget. Oh. You know how it takes a while to Correct. have a new habit, right? Correct. So I kept forgetting. Oh. So it took me quite a few false starts. To do it consecutively for a whole yeah. month. Before, yeah, there was this one turning point. So what did you realize that you were spending a lot on which you at first you a have lot. no idea of? A lot what was of it? shit. A what lot. was it? What was, what was so Random. scary? The thing about me and my spending last time is that I would never look at the price, right? Mm. And then I would, okay, I do <laughs> funny things. Actually, I did a lot of funny things. Like I would um, buy things online. Mm. Not things, you know, like courses. Mm. Masterclass.com. <laughs> la, you know, or like yeah. buy this um, package online. Uh, uh, that kind of thing. Oh. And it adds up to $100 a year. That kind of thing. Oh. And yeah, so it all adds up. I realized I had so many online subscriptions. Mm. New York Times. Mm. Netflix. It all adds up. Yeah, so at that point, because I was looking through all the things that I was spending on, right, mm. I had to cut out. Law. I mm. cut out everything. Law. Mm. So it's only when you know what you're spending on, then you know, oh, there's this freaking like $30 per month. That you've been paying and you haven't been using. You didn't yeah. even remember. Yeah. Mm. So, okay, then you know. It's like giving donation like that. Yes. Mm. And it just like leaks out of your Correct. account. Eh. Correct. So that's when you can really cut it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Welly is good. Mm. Nowadays, DBS also actually, mm. they have this um, function where they allow you to, they actually categorize for you, mm. like um, your spending. Mm. Anything that you spend via your ATM. Lah. Mm. Yeah. So, I think if you want to do this thing, right, you can actually try to, if you want, you can spend all your stuff using cash. Mm. Yes. And credit card. So you only you know you only have two areas you need to correct. Track. Correct. Or you spend everything on ATM. Correct. Yeah. Then the app will just categorize for you. Correct. Directly. Actually, one of the things that I would suggest people who have problem with understanding the real value of money, mm. like you don't really know a sense of worth in that dollar that you hold or that ten dollars that you hold, I suggest that you all switch from Nets credit card to paying for things using cash solely. Mm. Because when you do that, you actually feel the weight of the payment. Okay. And then you start to, yeah. you know, feel the, the tangible aspect of your expenditure. And it's not so, you know, esoteric. Because yeah. when it's credit card, everything is just digitized. It's everything, just you don't mu- feel the numbers, weight. Right? Correct. So mm. if you don't feel the pain, you mm. know. But sometimes when you buy something, you actually have to go through like $20, $30 and you take the, the coins and the dollars outright. It becomes very tangible. Yeah. And then that builds that muscle, you know, yeah. of valuing money. Yeah. Mm. I think that that's quite a good tip. Mm. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that people can use right, is Sidley. Mm. I think Sidley is also a good app. How do you spell? Oh, it's a Singapore company, right? Yeah, Sidley. S-E-E-D-L-Y. Yeah, like a seed, right? A plant, yeah. a seed. Correct, yes. correct. So find any app la, that, mm. that helps you. La. Mm. But the main thing is that you have to do this for at least one month. Mm. Or oh, just a notepad, yeah? A notebook. Yeah, mm. and you need to capture every spending. Mm. Yeah, every money that comes mm. in. Every out. meal, every coffee. Otherwise, this is not going to work. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so number two. Mm. <laughs> very boring on uh, this class. No, but, no, no, I but think it's very this, practical. These are really important things. Yes. You know, and then after you listen to this uh, podcast, you mm. can go and do all this thing. Correct, correct. Yeah, and then you can a few months later come back and tell us uh, mm. whether it, it helped you. Mm. Um, okay, the second thing you need to do after you know what you spend on, right, is to cut your spending ruthlessly. Mm. And right, guess what? Actually, it can be quite fun. Yes. Because, right, it's very free. After that, you get quite addicted. It's to, very shook. Yeah, very shook. Like, yes. you, you get addicted almost eh, to cutting things. Yeah. So, the operative word is ruthlessly. Yeah. Okay. Make it mm, fun. Too. Make it fun. Yeah. Be hard on yourself. Be hard on yourself. Yes. Challenge yourself. See what, Correct. how far you can go. Yes. How little you can spend. Yeah, and be very radical. Mm. This is the point where you can be, you should be radical. Mm. Yeah. Um, so during when I was doing it, right, I really cut everything. Mm. Um, Very extreme. Actually, I think the only thing I didn't cut was Netflix. Mm. Like Spotify also cut. Mm. And I had this brain training app. Mm. 
Yeah, like you can do like memory. Like meditation app, all those cut, no, cut, cut, like right? meditation, yeah. memory game, online magazine, newspapers, everything. Mm. Um, cut, taking cabs. Mm. You know, stop taking grab. Mm. You know, like take buses, uh, take train. Um, like don't even allow yourself one cab ride. Mm. Like it has to be radical. Did you go out of the house? <laughs> I did, I did. Did you eat? No, because <laughs> the point is, if it's not radical, you are not going to see the change. Right then you won't be motivated to right. continue. Right, when the improvement is marginal, you don't see the yeah. point. So you mm. have to motivate yourself. Right? Shock you the system. Yeah. Yes. Then you have to stop doing all, because you already know what you spent on, right? So for right. me, it was buying books. Mm. So last time I go to Kino, mm. I don't think about it. Mm. I will just take whatever book I want. Yes. And I can spend like a few, like $100, $200. So I stopped that. And you replace that with the NLB. NLB. Yes. Then you, now they have this app called Libby. Mm. L-I-B-B-Y. Mm. And seriously, like, you don't even need to buy ebooks anymore on mm. Kindle. Mm. They have almost every ebook you want mm. for free. Mm. And you can borrow so many. Correct. Yeah. Libby. Okay, then I ate out less. Mm. If I eat out, I would choose cheaper options. This mm. kind of thing. Like, it's really mm. small things. What about gifting friends? Do you cut corners? Gifting friends are in the first place. I don't gift friends at all. Mm. I <laughs> so changed, you know, radically in the way I gifted. You know, last time I told you I would give someone a laptop. Oh, yours uh, is crazy. Crazy, right? An right? uh, iPhone or a holiday or whatever. Right? Or a plane not ticket. Normal. I would do that, right? Because yeah. very generous. Because I don't hang on to money, ma. Yeah, but then now I, I make it a point to like really understand someone mm. and to like what does that person, what would really light that person up, yes. right? I find it a challenge to spend as little as possible to light that person up yes. in a big way. Yes. That becomes a challenge, you know, uh, for uh, me. Uh. Because then it really means that I have to work at it. I must really understand this friend of mine yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so it becomes a very deeply meaningful gift that is not so easily bought by money yes. you know so yeah so I change the way I gift people as well these okay. days mm. so the money that you spend gifting your friends mm. it must have added up to a lot over the I years I don't know man yeah but I, I that was another era la, but you know oh, I, I have no regrets I think that's great yeah but then I've changed the way I gifted that means last time I was like about spending more for a friend like I go yeah. if I can buy something that costs a lot it's also out of love la. correct it's just yeah I love it I, I was like I can splurge on my yeah, friend yeah, yeah. you know because I have the means to do that correct. but now I'm like oh no now I change my mindset I'm like can I spend as little as possible mm. but get the most meaningful gift and your friend also still knows that you love your friend. Yes. Uh, you love him or her. Yes, correct. Yeah. So it's not in the it's value, the, the, the dollar value. It's really not at all. Mm. 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 I remember when I first started earning money or so, like Christmas. Mm. It was the first Christmas. Correct. Right? Wow, we went out and I splurged on Christmas presents mm. for my family. Mm. And then we had a party then unveil like, oh, this present is for who? Mm. And you feel good about yourself. Correct, correct. But actually, it's almost like a false sense of mm. pride or something mm. like that. But it's almost like because you learn a new language, you see, of expressing your love. Yeah, la, so and you, you want never to had try. You're so excited. Correct. Mm. Yeah, which it's is good because... Exactly. It's like you are sharing your wealth with mm. the people you love, right? Yeah, so I think yeah. that's a beautiful thing as well. So no regrets there. Yeah, la, yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. But yeah, I mean, we don't need to spend money to let people know that mm. we love them at mm. all. Mm. Mm. But you know, I think when, when we are doing this, like cutting the spending ruthlessly, this action mm. number two, right? I think this is when most people will have to confront this question, which is, is this a need or is this a want? Yes. And then also like, when did this want begin to feel like a, a need? need. Yeah. Why is it that I feel like if I were to cut my Spotify subscription, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to suffocate. <laughs> so I think a lot of us would be like that, right? We are not willing to let go of these little luxuries because it feels like we need them. They're like oxygen. Yeah. So you have to sit with that and question how stupid that is. Yes. What have we become? And that is why we have a spending problem. Yes. Yes. Then you realise, actually, you don't need anything. <laughs> you don't need shit except for water and food and yeah. shelter, okay? Yeah, so especially if you are like, oh my god, I'm really in bad financial shape. Then yes. just be radical. Yeah. You don't need anything. Actually, if you're a beggar, if you're in debt, it means you're a beggar, right? You mm. cannot be a chooser. So you have to be very, very ruthless with cutting. You are True. in no position to, to bargain. Yeah. Right? That is what has caused your current situation. Mm. If you look at your bank balance and the results in your life financially, 
and you're not happy with that and you're debt ridden mm. and you have problems paying bills, you are in no position to say, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't think I should let go of my Spotify subscription. Ma. Hello, are you crazy? No, and don't think that Spotify subscription, uh-huh. $13 doesn't add up. Yes, I'd rather you spend the $13 on clearing the debt, mm. right? But it's not just the $13. It is the whole mentality and the mindset yeah. that you bring to solving this problem in front of you, which is a financial problem. Yes, mm. yes, yes. <laughs> and it starts with being yes. able to let go of the $13 subscription. Yeah. Once you do that, you start to, you know, get very shook, right? Then you go, hmm. Wow, thirteen dollars. Huh? it was so. I thought it was so difficult, but now it's so okay, easy, I'm right? Still alive, eh? Eh, what else? Come on, come on, come on. What else can I cut? A thirty dollars cut off. Oh, fifty dollars cut off. Hundred dollars yes. cut off. <laughs> then it adds up. You get another three, four hundred dollars a month there. That's fine. Oh. That's fine. Don't don't underestimate that yes. thirteen dollars. It all starts with a small amount. Yeah. Mm. You s- if you look at your credit card and when your credit cards are in the thousands, right? Correct. It's always made up of like twenty dollars, thirty dollars, correct, fifty. Here and there. those amounts, right? It's not really at the end just the amount. It is a reflection of your thinking process. Yes. And it's your thinking process that has caused you the financial problem. Yes. And mm. when you're in that state, right, that kind of spending is very normalized. Exactly. Then one day when you are more financially literate, you look back mm. and then you realize that's not normal. Exactly. So mm. start, right? Start where you think that a want has become a need. That is where you have to challenge yourself. Those are low-hanging fruits. Those are the fruits that you got to chop. Yes. Yes. That's where oh, you start. You really, you read my blog, right? No, I didn't. Yeah, because, yeah, that, that was what I wrote, long. Like, oh. the underlying principle. <laughs> Sorry. Underlying <laughs> principle is that, long. Like, do we really need all the things that we think we need, long? Yes. Yeah. But okay, so don't just cut out the small stuff. Mm. Actually, we buy a lot of big stuff also. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, things that we think we need. Mm, like maybe, a pair of shoes. Uh, or mm-hmm. No, even more radically, you think you have a laptop maybe mm. and you think maybe you want to upgrade. You know, uh, like Apple comes out with a new MacBook Pro. Yeah, like me last time. Yeah, and you think, actually, yeah, maybe I should upgrade. Yeah. Because mine is old already. Yeah, but, but what's wrong with your current one? Yeah, yeah. and it's that kind of purchases are very, very scary. Yes. Last time, right, I couldn't bear the thought of using an outdated model of anything. It must <laughs> always be the latest. So, I hey, but somebody just bought iPhone, what, 11? Ah? Me, ha. Huh? Now it's what, 11? Ah? Uh, yes, 11 Max, ah, is oh. it? No, Pro, Pro, Pro. Oh, 11? iPhone Pro Max. Is, it's oh, called wow. an iPhone Pro. I have with it. The, yeah, with mm, the I weird camera it. thing. Yes. <laughs> no, but no, no. It's but okay, but yes. I spend so much of my time and it is a, a device that I used to do work and stuff, right? Yes. Communication. So it is a worthwhile investment. Nah. Yeah, and mm. it's different because you're not in that stage. Yes, yes. It's for someone who is in debt mm-hmm. or, you know, trying to... Mm-hmm. So beggars can be choosers. Mm. At that point of time, then that's not something that you need long. Mm. A new iPhone. Exactly. A new MacBook. Exactly. Mm. And sometimes, right, people get into this habit or like this strange thing like where they try to cut their savings and they mm. cut the small amounts. Mm. Then they think, wow. I've, I've, hey, take some, I've taken some action. Yeah, instead of eating Swenson, right? Mm. I eat hawker, you know? Mm. But actually, you just bought yes. a new Apple Watch. Correct. Yeah, All so right. think about that. So it's very that. selective cutting. Yeah, don't lie to yourself. All right. <laughs> yes, don't be idiots, okay? Yeah. So if you want to cut, cut the big ones yes. first. Because you have to cut a lot of small uh, ones, or rather you just up? cut a big one, correct? Mm. Then you can eat that Swenson, maybe. Yeah. If you don't yeah. buy the Apple Watch. Correct. Mm. Mm. Okay, number three. Hey, tired already, right? Yeah, tired already, right? Listen to me yak non-stop, right? <laughs> so now is the time to stand up. Yes. Take a break. Yes. Stretch your limbs. Yes. Close your eyes. And close your eyes and breathe, okay? Breathe. Do this exercise with us. Come on. In. Out. In. <laughs> out. <laughs> it sounds a bit dirty. <laughs> Okay, number three. Yes. Okay, start a separate savings account. Oh, tell me more about that. Okay, because when your money is in the same account, right, you'll keep seeing it and you think that you have that money. Mm. So one of the tricks that you can do to trick your mind also mm. is that you have a separate saving account. So you're saying that whenever you get paid, it automatically goes into the other account and you can't touch it, is it? Correct. Uh, you make it so difficult for you to withdraw the money. Yeah, because most people who listen maybe are like employees, huh? right. so you work for someone Correct. and every month your pay comes in. Correct. Yeah. So actually, that's what I'm going to talk about next, which mm. is automate your savings. Yes, and make it very inaccessible. So cut your ATM yes. card and things like that. Don't know your bank number or whatever, yes. you know, just out of sight, out of mind. Yes. And you make it the first thing you do when you get a paycheck. <laughs> yes, mm. exactly. All right. So there's this bank called CIMB. 
Okay. They literally only have one ATM, which mm. is at their bank, which is in Orchard. Wow. So you want to draw money, you have to go all the way there. <laughs> yeah, so don't get an ATM card like Dan said. Mm. And then you can't draw money. Correct. Lo. Don't have iBanking. Correct. <laughs> And if, cut the cut the best. Yeah, so this is radical. Uh. This is really for people. Yeah, but we want to have big changes. So radical. Yeah, yeah. and you die. You die also. Not say die, la, okay? Don't touch the money. Mm. Unless you need to save a life. La. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so this is really, you got to be really harsh. To I think this is really, smart really because strict. you are setting yourself up for success by making the barriers of retrieving your money so difficult. Mm. Right? You increase the barriers so that you can't touch your money as easily. Mm. And that's the whole point of not lumping all your money into one pool. Yes. Yes. So you yes. separate it out, make it difficult for you to touch the second pool yes. and you just live with the first pool, which you're so used to anyway. Yeah. So mm. it's like a habit, no? Correct. That you don't even have to enforce. So it's a hack, right? It's like, it's a, a hack. hack. It's yes. a life hack. Correct. Yeah. Awesome. I love yeah. this. Mm. Okay, number four is what we said just now. So savings, right? Mm. So you automate your savings. Mm. If you are an employee, it's very easy. Mm. You can just have a standing instruction. I think that's what they call it. Yes. Yeah. So you just set it up mm. like through gyro or whatever. Mm. Then every month it goes into that savings account. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But before that, of course, then you think, hey, dad, I don't have money. So you should have about, it's different for everyone, but I think about three months of expenditure in mm. your bank. Mm. Mm. So for freelancers, it's a bit more tricky because mm. every month the money is different. Yes. So what I did was also keep it simple. You just keep about three months expenditure mm -hmm. and then once you get your um, payment from your client mm. right, just transfer that amount mm. to your other bank mm. account mm. so at every point you keep that three months in your bank so that's the float anything in excess it goes straight to the other account the new account correct mm. so it's quite straightforward so then it becomes automated and a habit outside out of mind yeah and it's very very so it's a system it's actually you're building a system mm. to just move money around mm. so that you are kind of like stacking yourself up for success ah, yes. stacking yourself yes <laughs> Yeah, okay. Mm. So it's very simple. Huh? Um, okay, sorry, I forgot to say for employees, right? Mm. Maybe they're thinking, how much can I save, mm -hmm. you know, automatically every month? Mm -hmm. If you don't want to do the three months thing, like I'll oh, have three months of expenditure mm. in my account and mm. then transfer, I don't know, an unknown amount of money to my other bank. Um, some people, they can do it like save 20% of their income. Mm. So let's say you're not so radical. Then you think, I, I want to spend 80% of my income. Mm. Then you just save 20%. Mm. But keep it consistent. Right. Yeah. But today we're talking about radical. Right. So if you want to be super radical, you should save at least 50%. Mm. So you earn 4K a month, you should save at least 2K. Mm. Mm. I have something else to say about this. Okay, so for example, if let's say um, you have been getting a salary of uh, $3,000 a month, then you have been given a promotion. Mm -hmm. So your monthly went up to $3,500, let us say. Immediately, because you have not had a lifestyle of spending $3,500, the mm. additional $500 that you make right now, it should go into a savings account because you are still living the same life before. Yeah. So that's the easiest for you to have no suffering, no drop in your standard of living mm. and saving more immediately on a month-to-month -month basis. So I would highly recommend for any promotion that you have, the amount that you get immediately, immediately go goes there because it doesn't mm. feel like pain. It doesn't yes. feel like you're cutting corners. Yeah. However, they're saying, there was the point of having a promotion. I said the whole point is that you save the money that you would otherwise have spent. But if let's say you want your life to improve a little bit, then you can apply what um, Rebecca has said, which is a percentage. So you can actually say, okay, out of the $500 that I've made more mm. month to month, I save 400 I spend the 100 So now I have $100 to spend per month. Mm. So at least you feel like your life has improved a little bit. Yes. But the focus should be on saving more of the money that you made additionally than spending more of it. Yeah. Understand? Yes. And this is uh, another hack because it does. you don't feel like you're cutting your corners because mm. you're not used to spending that money. It's mm. all like it's a bonus. Exactly. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Sounds good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is that all? No. Oh, you still got six other action steps. No lah. But I think what we all talked about just now, right, mm. is basically frugality lah. Yes. Mm. And it's just this very simple principle. And it has to be simple, but it doesn't mean it's easy because your brain it's is not, going to give you a lot of resistance not. and say, I don't want this, I don't want this, yeah. I don't do this, I don't like this. Just I that this. four points, right? You can struggle for years. <laughs> Even though it's so simple. Yeah. And correct. I'm sure you guys already know, right? Yeah. But you're not doing it, right? Yeah. Mm. Why? Yeah. So mm. it's very simple. <laughs> just save a hell of a lot more. Mm. You know, some people even save 80% of their income. Mm. If you can bear to do that, right? Mm. In a year, you can save so much. You can mm. clear all your debt. Mm. Yeah. So if you're willing to do that, you can be in a much better financial place so mm. fast. Mm. 
Yeah, and we haven't even talked about the next point, mm. which is you got to increase your income. Yes. Huh? How so, to make more money. Because there's a limit, right? Mm. Your, your job. Correct. Uh, the monthly pay that you have, how much you can cut. Yes. It's like I cut everything I can cut already I and I still have no money. How? I can save already. Correct. You then you got to, to increase your income. You have to. Mm. Because you are a smart person. Yep. Okay, with four limbs, mm. right? So you're able to go out and do a lot of other things. Yes. Mm. Correct. And if you actually do this in tandem, right, like increase, of course, firstly, cut your expenditure. First, yeah. Yeah, that's always the first thing. Mm. And you can do it immediately because increasing your income might take a little bit more time, right? Mm. Yeah. But then if you do both of this, right, then you will see a huge change, like quicker. Quantum leap. Yes. It's like if you want to lose weight, you can just work very hard in the gym and don't take care of a diet. Yes. But if you take care of a diet and go to the gym, then you will see results very quickly. Exact same principle. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So there are many, many, many ways to earn more money. You can teach tuition. Yes. Uh, on the weekends. So part-time job. Mm. Um, as a freelancer, you can be better at marketing. Yes. You know, you can uh, update your portfolio. Mm. Or you could even work as a virtual assistant. Exactly. You know, there are a lot of funny things. Yeah. Or dog sit or babysit. Or babysit. Exactly. Yeah. You or can, water people's plants. Or you can be a part-time florist exactly. on Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> so if you want more ideas on how to go about doing this, we made an episode a long time ago, how to start a side hustle to pull in an extra $200, oh, yeah. right? Episode I can't remember. We got to check later. You check. I check, check. You, you talk. Yeah, okay. I think it's like, start with one one, like episode 12 or something. <laughs> it's very, one I don't of the know. first ones that we did. Yeah, so mm. that's one of the things you can do or you can even more radically change your job. Mm. you know mm. so it's not easy la. this is actually the point um, that is a little bit harder to do because saving is easier mm. uh, spending less is also considered easier yes that's but, the lower hanging fruit yeah but this one to earn more requires people, more thought and time yeah mm. but you have to start to change your mindset exactly to think you have to stop thinking yes, I cannot like, earn or like, more or like I can make this amount because this is my pay slip yeah, yes. but actually you still got time, right? Yes. You can do other things yes, and you can, you can, can be creative. Yeah. yeah. So it's episode 18, how to make $200 with a side hustle. Refer to that. Okay, mm. amazing episode, Ooh. right? <laughs> so you have to believe that where there's a will, there's a way. Mm. You have to start being those like annoying, positive people. Mm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like us. <laughs> yeah. um, so there are a, a lot of other people who have done it before. Actually, mm. there's this podcast that I would recommend mm. that I suddenly cannot remember the name. I think it's called Side Hustle by Chris Gillibo. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so he has this podcast where he interviews people who does side hustles. I have the book. Wait, I show you. You have you the book. Talking. Okay. So these people who are interviewed, right, they do things as, as weird as like they would sell their photos on Pinterest. Ta, ta, ta. Oh my God, so you have the book. I bought this in Bangkok. Oh, wow. I bought, wait, I need to <laughs> all my headphones. I went to my bookshop. I bought this book when I was last in Bangkok. 100 Side Hustles. Yes, 100 Side Hustles by Chris, Chris Gillibo. Gillibo. So it's got 100 stories and actually he started a whole podcast on this, a yeah, daily this podcast. Yeah, this is the podcast I want to uh, recommend but I actually can just read the book. Lah. Yes, so they have people turning their hobbies into le- like a side hustle and then it became a legit like business. Awesome. And man. then it made them more money than they could ever dream of. Things and like that. Even if it doesn't make you more money that you can dream of, right? Mm. You can earn an additional $500. Yeah, that's why our 1, podcast 000. topic was how to make an additional $200, $200. right? And why 200 It's because 200 is, it can bring you a lot of financial relief. And yet, right, it's so achievable. It is so achievable. <laughs> if you go and teach a, like an additional tuition kit, Correct. It's already, what, 400 a month? Maybe? Correct, correct. Oh? Mm. Yeah, so this is really amazing. I think this thing that Chris Gillibo... Mm. It's very inspiring. Doing. And it shows you what is possible. Exactly. It shows mm. you what other people are actually doing. Correct. Yeah, and you can also. Correct. Oh? So, but it's, it's not for the faint-hearted. Mm. But we are not faint-hearted. But you are see, we? this is what I want to say, right? If you want to be someone new, you must be willing to give up who you are. Yeah. Right? Yes. You cannot say, you know, I want to have financial freedom. I want to have more money in the bank or whatever. And then continue exactly to do... exactly the same. You cannot lah. Sorry, huh? If you want to do this, please, you know. Yeah lah. <laughs> you know, you must give up who you have been in order to be who you want to be. Mm, and then start to take actions. Yes. Mm, if mm. not, 10 years later, still the same. At the Correct. same point. But please understand that you are fully responsible. Mm. Okay, you cannot blame the external circumstances or other people. Okay, you are fully responsible for your financial situation. Yep. 
So you can choose not to do something because it feels difficult. You can choose to spend more than you make because you want to self-gratify all the time. You want to have impulse purchases and mm. you don't want to plan for your future because you don't see the value in the future. You see the value in having stuff right now because you want it, you need it, and you tell yourself lies. You are fully responsible for that. Okay, You can't blame anybody when you're out of money, you're in debt, and you are a poor thing when you're old. When oh, you yeah. retire, it's very scary. Yeah, yes. you know, I did this project for my friend right a few years ago. Mm. So she works in um this nonprofit. So they actually research on the elderly in Singapore, mm. and I was translating for them. So they interview. They have like video audio interviews. Mm. So I had to do the transcription. Mm. So many years ago, this was my little side hustle. Oh, okay. Because I was trying to become a photographer, right? right. So I earned a bit of money lah from that. But what happened is that I ended up being very inspired and scared ah. because they interviewed Lauren, old right. people, and it was about money. Right. It was about personal finance. Um, so they interviewed two groups of old people, mm. um, old people who were rich mm. and old people who are poor. Mm. And it was very, very heartbreaking because mm. uh, the poor old people, right, have very little options. So mm. when you interview them, you can feel their sadness, mm. their lack of options, mm. um, and their loneliness. Oh. Mm. Mm. So they are like Tuchi Lauren, you know, mm. um, elderly who live alone. Mm. And then there was this other group of old people who planned for their future. Mm. So these were the people who very early on when they were younger, they learned about personal finance. Correct. And then they saved their money. Correct. So when they're old, even if their kids are not able to take care of them, mm. they have the funds to continue to exactly, take care of themselves. Exactly. So I want you guys to think a quick reframe, right? Because if we don't look far enough and we are thinking about just gratifying, you know, our needs, right? And our wants right now because it's it's very blurred, right? The lines, right? Needs and wants. It's all about self and instant gratification right now, mm. right? Because that's where you see the value, right? Living for the pleasure. Every time you do this, you think of it. Uh, if you're spending the money that you can otherwise put towards your future, you're robbing yourself. Yeah. You are robbing your future self, you know. Mm. You are spending that money that you can use to take care of your future self. It's still you, you know. Mm. And this is very important because as um, life sciences and medical science improves, uh, our lifespan is going to... Now you've got to plan up to 100 years old, you know, our retirement. Huh, are you serious? Yes. <laughs> and you know the CPS, the draw out is later and later now already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to make sure that you grow that yep. and why is that it's because you are still able now and capable now mm. right and you can withstand more hard knocks and you know you are younger you're more able you're more vibrant your health is better yeah. when you are older and you're not capable and you're wrought with you know low energy fatigue or maybe some illnesses or discomfort your quality of life is even more important at that time so you have to know why you need to start saving it is not to deprive yourself right now even though no. you might feel like that yeah. because if all you're thinking about is giving up that instant gratification, it will feel like you're sucking yourself out of like the oxygen, right? Correct. But if you're thinking, no, you are actually building that oxygen for a future self when you're 100 mm. and you're frail, mm. you know, then that becomes very scary. And then mm. you become like very motivated to take care of your future self. Why you are doing this? You're not giving up anything. You're actually building your future for your future self, which is a very practical, logical yes. move. That's why some people say, oh, it's never too late to start. Mm. But actually, there's really a point where it's too late. Mm. You know, one mm. day you will reach like maybe, I don't know, 50 years old, 55. And you no longer have that capital, mm. you know, like that, that physical ability Correct. to go and work and earn more money. Correct. That's when it's too late. Correct. Yeah. So yes, sometimes it's too late Correct. to start. You know, when I do the financial planning with my financial planner, right? Mm. He introduced this concept called um, capital preservation. So at first I thought capital preservation is basically just preserving what I've already made. But there's another component to capital preservation. It is preserving yourself, mm -hmm. your capability of making money. You have to preserve that or maximize the ROI on that right now while you're capable because you will lose this capability. You might yep. as you grow older, right? Because mm. we're just physically not so able. Wow. Or mentally yeah. not so clear anymore. Mm. You know what? If you have Alzheimer's or whatever, right? So you have to take care of your future self. Mm. And that's why we are saying, oh, maybe we can cut certain corners right now so we mm. can do that. 
Mm. You're not depriving yourself, okay? Yep. You are actually shortchanging yourself if you are spending the money for your future self. That's yes. who you're robbing from. Yes. Mm. And this is the perfect point mm. that helps us go into the next point, Ooh. which Ooh. is invest in yourself. Mm. Um, we think of investment as investing in what? Stocks, mm. in property. Correct. Right? But actually, we can also invest in ourselves. Mm. So like you said, right? Like preserve your own capital, yes. your physical capital. Mm. So we, when we have the extra money, right? Instead mm. of, I don't know, like some people will like, oh, I have $500. Maybe I'll go and buy a stock. Yes. How much? Like you are not going to earn much mm-hmm. from, from that pathetic $500. Mm. And you might right? lose out also. Yeah. But mm. your $500 can go into a course. Yes. And why don't you upgrade your brain first, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's one thing that is quite important. Of course, like this is a little bit, um, what do you call that? Lower hanging fruit. Then mm-hmm. there are, what's the opposite of that? Like, Low hanging, high hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Fruits that are out of reach. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, of course, um, these are the things that you can do when you have extra money. Yes. Yeah. So once you have that extra money, you start to save, then mm. you can start to think like, maybe mm. I can invest in myself. Yes. Oh, you can buy books. It's fine to buy books, you mm. know. Um, it's fine to go for courses and workshops. Mm. So you kind of like invest in upgrading. Or learn a your new skill. Because, you know, when you gain mastery in a skill, yes. it actually impacts your ability to increase your income. Yes. 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 Mm. So you upgrade your own awesomeness. Yes. Then you use your awesomeness to earn more money. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, the next point, right, is extremely important, mm. which is to avoid debt. Mm. So um, all the things that you do won't matter if you have a lot of debt. Mm. Okay. Um, never ever buy things on installment. Mm. Mm. Um, I also think like, because there are a lot of people who go for a master's degree mm. and all that. Mm. And there are a lot of young people who do it to stall time. Mm-hmm. Um, or even some people, they want to change jobs, right? And mm. In the interim. They don't know what to do. Mm. It's not because they want to study. Mm. So they think like, maybe I can do a master's degree. Because it appears to be constructive. Yeah, it feels like you are moving forward. Correct. But actually you're not. Mm. Especially if it's just something that you make use of to spend time, right? Mm-hmm. Before you figure out what else you want to do. Mm. So a master's um, can set you back like $100,000. Mm. MBA can be very costly. Yes. Yeah, but will it really give you better opportunities? Mm. Wow. You know, people who go to MBA, I always say, why is it that you cannot learn by yourself out mm. there? Everything is just a Google click away anyway, mm-hmm. you know, and is the material they're teaching in these schools very current anyway? I don't know, right? That mm. is like food for thought. But how long do you need to make back that investment of hundred dollars to $200,000? Yeah. Yeah, how long? Yeah, long. Mm. I, th- I think we don't really think about that because mm. we kind of get blinded And then some people actually quit their education. job to do the master's one in the MBA yeah, one yeah, and yeah, all. So yeah. when you are doing the master's, you also have the opportunity cost of not going to work, you know. Mm, so it's a double mm, whammy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Then while you are there, you think, wow, you know, like I'm really, um, I'm so hopeful mm. and I'm learning and mm. all that. Then when the course ends, right, you're back to reality. Correct. Mm. Mm. And your employability hasn't grown that much. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so mm-hmm. I think it can be quite, a, it's something that is not so obvious, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. the downside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we don't think carefully mm. about it because it seems like such but, an upside. But then people will say that they're investing in themselves, what? They're gaining mastery. Yes, they're up-leveling the yeah, knowledge yeah, for and sure. the brain. If yes. that's what you want to do. Correct. But also, we can also think of more economical yeah. ways to So the challenge ourselves. is, is there a cheaper way to achieve the same result? Yeah, because you're trying to cut costs from here. That's the number one point, right? Correct. Mm. Mm. So you can upgrade yourself. Mm. But in, maybe in the cheapest way. Is this the way best way? Yeah, correct. Possible. Yes. Is the most expensive way the best way? Yeah, or have a library education. Mm-hmm. You know, library education. Go library and read books. All right. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I think um, that is very scary. Credit card debt, we already, <laughs> we already talked about I, that. I was a champion for that. <laughs> yeah, Dan was super talented at yeah. credit card. And I was, I was an accounting and economic student. Exactly. And, and I maxed th- out my credit card. Yeah, <laughs> thinking that is just... Leveraging, huh? Leveraging right? on my uh, credit line, like my capacity to spend future money. If I have that, why not use it to the max? It's amazing. Amazing, right? right? Amazing How stupid mindset. I was. But you are such a smart person. Yeah, but, but then it, yeah, it, it didn't, didn't connect. Click. Correct. 
So I'm sure if I did that, I'm sure a lot of other people are or were in similar situations. So it's not that people are evil or stupid. Mm-hmm. It's really because sometimes we are misled. Financial literacy, right? Mm. Or financial illiteracy has got nothing to do with how intelligent or how smart you are. That's what I realised, you know. It's a separate thing, right? Yeah. It's like when it comes to dessert, right? You have a separate stomach for <laughs> it, right? Even though you're very full, right? You still yes. want dessert. It's that same thing. It's like you don't connect the dots mm. and then all your expenditure and your saving habits, it's all driven by the amphibian brain because it just wants pleasure, 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 right? Yeah. I want it right now, right now, right now. Yeah. And also fear and things like that, right? Mm. Of missing out, you know, or not comparing, and you're comparing yourself with the Jonases mm. and other people have you also want, you know? And it's it made worse by things like social media and Instagram, you know? Everybody has a beautiful life and you want the same. So you start to reach beyond what you can afford. Mm. So that's why I think it's so bad, you know? It feeds into our behaviour and all these like marketers, advertising, Advertising, businesses, even even business Everyone, schools yeah. selling you an MBA, it is a business. Hello? Yes. You know, and their job is to make sure that you spend, 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 yes. spend, spend, even future money. And then you have the banks constantly telling yes. you, would you like to increase your credit line? Would you like to chase your dream? <laughs> oh my yeah. God, it's so terrible. So once your eyes open up to take all the these red things, pill, like, yes. suddenly everywhere you look, everyone's trying to take your money. Yes. <laughs> Really? Everyone? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's just the reality. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean we need to give it to them. Oh. Mm, so you have to be smart, yeah? Yeah, we really got to start to rethink all these things that we're conditioned This to. financial literacy thing, uh, I wish the schools taught us, you know. I don't know why they didn't teach. This is such a core life skill, you know. Financial literacy. Yes. And also knowing your mind. Yes, how this to manage your things, brain. These are the things they And how teach. to design your life. Yeah. These are core life skills, you know, not formulae. I believe that as the education system slowly yes. changes, we might have this kind of thing. If I school. ever become a minister, right, this is the first thing I will do. Financial literacy. And my management, right? Yes, and my mm. management. Mm. It must be compulsory yeah. from primary school. Yes. 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 It's so... Important. And you build the habits, like simple habits, like fun ways to build very healthy habits around spending, mm. you know, or managing your mind and also managing your behavior. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe schools want to bring us up to be consumers. That's why they conspiracy say that theory, it is a conspiracy you know? theory. Yeah. All we, these institutions is you, to maintain the status quo. Exactly. You think we are free beings, man. Mm. We're not. Uh, we're just made to what? We go to school so that mm-hmm. we can work in a company. Be a worker bee, correct. Be part of the economy. We got to contribute. Correct. Yeah. They don't show you the whole picture. Yeah. Mm. So we are not as free as we think. Yes. Until we... Like want to wake up lah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that's about it. That's a know? lot, man. Oh my god! Can you do a brief rundown? Brief rundown. Yeah. Okay. Just what the topics that uh, the points that you actually touched on. Okay. So like a summary. A huh? recap. A recap. A recap. Yeah. Mm. So the most important thing is to take action, mm. and the actions to take. Right. Number one is first of all you need to track your expenditure. Mm. No, Tracking. How much comes in and how much goes out. Mm. Numbers. Yeah. So that you know mm. what to cut. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got to cut your spending, mm-hmm. whatever that goes out ruthlessly and mm-hmm. radically. Cut spending ruthlessly. That's point number two. You got to be like a radical. Eh? Mm. And then you have to start a separate savings account. Mm. Okay, so that you can start to see your savings as like almost like something that you don't have. Mm. Out oh. of sight, out of mind. So mm. this is a hack and also a system you can build to stack yourself up for success because otherwise you will not be very disciplined with your money, right? We know what we are like. Yeah, yes. so you got to trick yourself almost. Correct. And then mm. the next thing you need to do is to automate your savings mm. so that it becomes brainless. Mm. Another life hack, la. Mm. not another hack. Okay, then the next thing you need to do, slightly harder, but it can be done. Mm. Okay, because you are a smart and awesome human being, is to increase your income. Yes. So you can be creative about it. Okay, mm-hmm. read Chris Gilbert's book for I'll refer to episode 18, yeah? Okay. Mm. And then the next thing is you need to invest in yourself. Mm. So don't think about investing in stocks or mm. this kind of things. So mm. Okay, so increase your own personal capital. Yeah, which can then also help to increase your income. Mm. And then by hook or by crook, right? Avoid debt. Mm. Don't have credit card debt. Mm. Don't go and borrow money to buy things on installment. Mm. Yeah. Or spend future money. Spend future money. For instant gratification. Yeah, you don't need those things. Mm. That's the summary. Awesome. There's more to say, but I think that this... This, this is the basic already. Yeah. And if we can do all these things, we can be in great shape yes. financially. Yes. So simple doesn't mean it's easy to do. Huh? Mm. Mm. Okay. So remember, 
you need to stop thinking right about what your money can buy. Mm. You need to start thinking about what your money can earn. Mm. Okay, so mm. can earn traditionally we use this line for like investment la. so mm. you want your money to work for you mm. right so if you invest in yourself that's also your money working for you yes if you keep your money that's also your money working for you yes yeah mm. how do you like today's episode I love it because I <laughs> I'm uh, playing a very oh you God. know breezy role here so now you know how I normally feel la. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I know how you feel. Uh, <laughs> quite stressful. It is, huh? Yeah, because I was worried that I, I don't have enough value for. No, no, no. A lot of value. A lot of value. Okay, yes. So I want to conclude. Yes. Right? Bring like, it home, man. Like Ling Lao Shi, right? Ni <laughs> <laughs> So gross. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to talk about what is financial happiness. Mm. Okay, so we all want to be financially happy, mm. right? So financial happiness isn't just about being rich. Mm-hmm. It's not about having a lot of money. Mm. The angle is, I mean, we usually think it's about being rich, right? Mm. But it's not. Mm. Um, to, to be like financially happy, mm. I feel that it's really to be in this place, right? Where you're no longer full or trapped or controlled by money. Mm. Okay, so you, you kind of like become the master of money mm. instead of the servant of money. Yes. So if you look around you, you can see two types of people. So one type of um, people, right? They are lost, okay? Mm. In this like almost like automatic, lifelong pursuit of mm. wealth mm. and achievement, external affirmation, material stuff. And they don't know what they're doing, mm. okay? They are just like on this treadmill, right? Mm chasing constantly chasing after that instant gratification Mm. and then on the other hand right you see another type of people who are like balanced Mm. and happy and in control okay because they are financially literate yes they are not stressed about correct correct money is of mind money is not even a thing correct not because they have a lot Mm. but because they are in control because they have the knowledge yes they have mastered it Mm. Mm. so which type do you want to be do you want to be the air stewardess who earns a lot Mm. and then every month go to Europe and buy a lot of MS bags and then actually don't even have money to eat dinner yeah you read the article yes or do you want to be someone who lives in like a small flat Mm. but you have a lot of disposable income you have a lot of um, fuck you money Mm mm-hmm and you have a lot of freedom. Mm. You don't have stress about money. Lovely. lovely. Who do you want to be? Mm. Uh, so I think we underestimate like, how much control yes. we have yes. over our lives. Mm. So we like to think, oh, yeah, it's fate. La. Or it's just like my genes. Mm. <laughs> my dad is like that. Mm. But actually it's ourselves. Like you said, right? It's our own responsibility. Yes. So eventually, right? The truth is that we can be whoever we want to be. Mm. And we can so it doesn't really matter if like, oh, you're in debt or you are in a very bad place now. Mm. You can always start. Start today. Start now. now. Yes. Tonight. Tonight. Right now. Tonight decide you can to do decide. some of the things that we taught you just Yes. Now. Awesome. And that's all. Thank that's you. Thank you. That's all you need. Woo! Thank you, Tuo Lao Shi. You have learned No, I wanted to um, reframe what you just said at the end, right, which is um, two kinds of people, which kind you want to be, right? Mm. So this is what I feel. Like we always think that we are at the effect of our money situation. Mm. Like we are at the effect of money. Whether we have a lot of money or no money, we are poor or what, we are at the effect of it. we are at its mercy? Yes, we are at the effect. Like, like, Like our life is affected by the money. So oh. we are at the effect. We are at the receiving end of the yeah, money the situation. Yeah. But actually, it's the other way. We have to learn that the money is the, at the effect of us. Oh. We are the one who is driving how much money we have, which is why this management thing, the responsibility thing, and having financial literacy ah. is important because then we master money. So money is at the effect of us. So we are in the driver's seat. Yes. We're in control. Yes. But not money. A lot of us, no, a lot of us is our life is determined by the amount of money we have or have not. 
Yeah. Our dreams are determined by the money we have or have not. So mm. we think that we are at the effect of the money. We mm. are rich or we are poor. But it's the other way around. So when you switch it the other way around, right, you reclaim all your power and you realize that money is a tool, money is a currency, and you are in the driver's seat. Wow. But for <laughs> you to be in the driver's seat, you need to know how to drive the car, move the gear stick, know how to work yes. the clutch, right? Of course, you can decide whether you want to do a manual one, which is more difficult, or you can automate your savings by buying an automatic car, right? <laughs> yes. Then you can have your system amazing, stacked up for yeah. you to help you succeed faster. That's an amazing analogy. Mm. That's why I think we shouldn't blame ourselves. No. And think that, Don't beat yourself why up. am I such a bad driver? Mm. Actually, it's because you were not taught. We were not taught. You didn't go to school. Plus, we already talked about how the other institutions want to keep us in this loop. Yeah. Right? All the money-sucking machines. Yes, yes. They want to trick you into thinking money yes. is in the driver's seat. And to be on the hamster wheel. Yeah. So I think um, don't blame ourselves mm. also. Don't have so much self-hatred even though I had a bit of that. Mm. <laughs> no, but it's also good. Yeah. Then we alchemize that energy, right? Correct, we are correct. sick and tired of being that version. Oh then you God. have to give that up in order to become somebody you want to be. Yes. yes. It's that anger that drives you yes. to make radical like change. enough is enough. I'm yeah. sick and tired of being yeah. in debt. I'm sick and tired of like, having no money at the end of the day. Yes, like mm. fuck all my credit cards. Yes. I'm just going to cut them up yes. tonight. Fuck the Spotify. Fuck yeah, the, the fuck, Netflix. But Netflix is quite nice. It's yeah. got a lot of shows. No, <laughs> you know what? The Spotify you can cancel. It's fine. You can still listen to our podcast for free. Right? No. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to listen to Spotify, you can mm. ask your friends to share like yes. a family membership. Yes. There are a lot of ways to do it. Correct. Correct, correct. Yeah. Mm. So it doesn't mean you cannot ever have Spotify. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. I think lovely, yeah, I, I hope episode. that this helps people. Of course, of course it, it will. Helped me. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I love it. I love it. Thank you so you much. Love it. I love you too. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna wrap up with what well, one hour, no, this episode quite okay, long. Okay, wrap up with our songs. Yes. So I will play this song. Mm. It's called Tonight. Tonight. So it starts tonight, <laughs> Big right? Bang, yeah. Yes, guys, start tonight. Not tomorrow, uh, yeah. tonight. Decide to decide. Yeah. Okay. Tonight, set up your standing instruction. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately go and open some bank account. Now you can do it online, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. Download like Wally or Sidley and start to track your expenses. Tonight. You know, the next meal you spend on, track it. Yes, and yeah. tomorrow you can see change. Exactly. And my song is uh, called Never Too Late. <laughs> <laughs> so you can start to like, and no matter when you start, it's never too too late regardless of your situation hope you enjoyed this episode see you next week bye
나는 가려지고 내 마음속 잊어버린 너를 향한 나의 万秋，哎、欸，是你 ，very happy land。为什么呢 ？Because this person has come to the end of our podcast. This person just spent I don't know how long listening to our podcast. Yeah, so we want to thank you for sticking through the podcast. Thank you, thank you. We really, really love you guys.、Mm-hmm. I hope you feel it. Yes, feel the love. Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> 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 